0: it's so sad. His Donald Trump had to make the hardest decision in the last 500 years. Well, I'm, I'm just assuming it. He hadn't said it was, but I remember when when Barack Obama had to decide whether or not he should kill or take out Osama bin Laden, it was the hardest decision of his life. It was It was the hardest decision of 500 years. And remember, he played cards upstairs. He couldn't even even stand to be in the Situation Room, except for a few minutes, when they took a picture of him sitting in the back on the couch with his hands over his eyes and his mouth.
1: Oh my gosh, what are they doing to that poor man? I'm
0: sure it was exactly the same with Donald Trump as we took out al-Baghdadi either that or it was the complete opposite you decide in one minute this is the Glenn Beck program so could we put up a, if you happen to be watching the blaze let me just put up a picture of Donald Trump in the situation room uh, as uh, they they uh, watch Al- Baghdadi being blown up in a tunnel um, do we have that picture can we put that picture up um, apparently not yeah you do I just I thought I just saw it. Um, if uh, if you can get that and also the picture, I'd like to see them side by side. The picture of Hillary Clinton uh, as uh, as she was sitting. Remember, it wasn't Barack Obama sitting at the center of the table. That's right. He was like off the side, slumped over, kind of like leaning back or something. Yeah, he was in the he was he was sitting on a couch. <laughs> like in the back, like, I don't know what to do here.
1: So he's laying on a waterbed, actually.
0: <laughs> I uh, think he was. Yes, they had put a water with bed a bomb in the with Katie Hill, I think. <laughs> um, but uh, so uh, it, it was quite a different scene. Now, have you seen the picture of, of Donald Trump? Yeah, he's, it's pretty badass. Yeah, uh, he's, he's kinda, sitting right yeah. in the center. There it is. Yeah. He's sitting right in the center. He is alert. His shoulders are squared. Uh, notice everybody's in a everybody's in a suit, unlike with. Uh with barack obama who i think was in his pjs he had a,
1: a crop top actually yeah. on he was wearing a crop top <laughs> on a waterbed if right. i remember it correctly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a mesh crop top which was a strange choice yeah. for a big operation like so that.
0: so barack obama says it was the hardest decision that he had to make and and joe
1: biden says hardest decision in 500 years oh what a hard decision it was yeah. to get osama bin Laden. Yeah. i mean the world's most wanted terrorists killed thousands of our citizens I do you invite him to uh to tea or do you go <laughs> do you, kill him? I don't know. Five hundred years of decision making man, process. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we
0: do. There's there's Barack Obama sitting in the back, Hillary Clinton with her, her hand over her mouth. Oh my gosh, what are they going to do to this poor man? Oh my
1: gosh. It's, look at it's that. Fascinating. I mean, look, these these are these are pictures they release. Right. They come from the White House. So it's not necessarily look, you could. it's not necessarily exactly how these operations go. It's how the White House wants to to message them. Right. Yeah. And you look at the the picture from the Trump administration. It's 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 a message of strength. It's oh, a message oh. of of, yeah. of like we went in there and, and kicked this guy's ass right. and we're glad he's dead. Yeah. The message from the Obama White House is, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we have to do such things. Oh my. oh my gosh! I don't oh know. I, this is this is a terrible downside of our job that we have to get rid of these people who may have gone down the wrong road. If but, we just listen to mm, them, if we just listen to them, if we could hit them with guns of therapy, we would if do we, that. We and we could, then,
0: if we could just get rid of all of the guns in the world and have rainbow <laughs> ponies, oh, it
1: would be the best! It could, would be the best. We unfortunately we are not going to do the flower in the gun procedure <sighs> we were no. hoping for. It's just that they hate capitalism. Mm -hmm. They
0: just hate our
1: capitalism. That's how they... I mean, that's the messaging of a photo like that, right? Uh Mm-hmm. You know, they had Barack Obama. They look pensive. They look I oh, man, I can't believe we have to do this. I guess we have to. And that's kind of how they treated the decision, too. I mean, they waited for, what, months to six 100 months. days? It was a, it was, I thought it was six, six was months. It was six months. I remember it being a very long time, yeah. which they had the information where they believed he was. Where he was pacing back and forth in the White House.
0: Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know. My image of that night is not that picture. My image of that night was him upstairs. Remember, he was playing cards upstairs. He didn't even want to be in the situation room. They're killing Osama bin Laden. You have troops on the line and you had you were upstairs playing cards like, oh, I don't know, is this gin? <laughs> I don't know. Can I play on that four? I mean, that that's insane. And now look at the picture of of Donald Trump sitting there right in the center, sitting erect. He's got uh, Pence right next to him. Pence looks serious, focused. Everyone in the room looks like kill them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They look confident. Uh, they look like they are concerned about our forces, but nobody is. <laughs> there's not a lot of cowering going no, on. There's none. There's zero. That's, the pi- that's a picture uh, that you send around the world that makes
1: people say, these guys will come and get you. And you're the master of aesthetics on these things. Like, you notice looking at the two pictures, you're at table level for the Donald Trump picture. Like, the they're all looking down, essentially, at you, right? There's a, where if you look at the Obama picture, it's, the, up. it's like the it's a selfie angle it's like, it's really it's like good, looking down really good point isn't this what is the difference yeah what, do you know what the difference is because when you know you when you when you're doing a movie if you're doing a horror movie you'll notice you're always looking up at the people you know you're looking up at jason voorhees mm-hmm. you're looking up at michael myers because mm-hmm. and they're looking down at you because they're in the position of power yeah dominance where, where the opposite is true in the obama photo like it's it, i mean it looks like the selfie they, they have it on a long selfie stick and it's towards the ceiling and it's pointed down at you which looks good for instagram models not necessarily the right angle when you're trying to project strength, especially.
0: I mean, look whose head is the lowest in the picture. Put that picture back up.
1: Look whose head
0: is the lowest in that picture. Yeah, Barack Obama's. Yeah, he's the lowest. He's like buried in the corner. Yeah, he's in the corner. It looks like a little, like a little weakling. Honestly, that's in, that's and,
1: incredible. And they message this right. I mean, like this is. They Go put can, the picture back <laughs> up of Donald Trump. I'm fascinated by this picture. But this is something that they choose to release. This isn't like, okay, there happened to be a reporter in there who got the shot. This is, you know, this you put is their the photographer. There is. Like there's focus, they're all staring at you in the Trump photo. It you know, it is an intensity. So you know what? Look at look at Donald Trump's head. It his head is the
0: highest if it wasn't that the other heads were coming closer to you right yeah he is sitting the highest in there too and look at the way he's just focused i mean these are two incredible pictures that really say everything absolutely everything you need to know about the two administrations and how they felt about killing
1: terrorists and yeah, it tells the story of their foreign policy, right? Yeah, I mean, the reason why ISIS well, exists is because of failures of the Barack Obama approach. So, yes and no. Yes and no.
0: It is a failure. However, I don't think you really, I don't think any of us know what the actual policy was and still is, apparently, of the Democratic party and the obama administration and hillary clinton uh we have in doing the research for this wednesday's special we stumbled upon a name that kind of popped up in ukraine we're like wait a minute why do we know that name and none of us could remember so we went back into the files and just you know searched for the name and a name popped up that we haven't seen since around 2010 and it was when we were just finishing up at Fox, and it was a name that was uh, associated with several players. And I don't want to say too much, uh, because we want to make sure we have everything buttoned down and then bring it to you. Uh, we will tell you a little bit about it on this Wednesday show. But I'm telling you, I, I said to my wife, she said, what, what is it that you're working on? And I told her, and I said, honey... I think for the very first time, I have found something that if, if it is the policy still currently, and I believe it is, I think it's unknowingly, I think it is deep state. I mean, it's just, it was put into action and it's just running and it explains what they're truly doing in Ukraine. And uh, I said, "Honey, I, I think if this is really on autopilot and it doesn't stop, and people know about it, I don't think I could fly the American flag anymore. It makes me so ashamed of what our country is doing, and nobody. I I think both sides, Republicans and Democrats, when you hear what we have found, you will be so disgusted." And you will, I hope, rise up, and I hope the president will declassify something uh, and then stop it. But it is deep state and what we're doing around the world, and it's not good. So when you see the little cowering pictures of the Obama administration, uh, that's not really who they are. That's not who they are. Uh, that's uh, That's the face they put on. But it's much more um, accurate. See the little Hillary Clinton with her with her hand over her mouth at that moment. Oh, Mike, what are we doing? Oh, oh no! It's much more accurate picture of Hillary Clinton when she found out that uh, the Libyan uh, ambassador, the Libyan um, president, Muammar Gaddafi was dragged through the streets and killed, beaten to death in the streets. Remember what she said? We came, we saw, he died. And then she laughed. That is truly the Obama policy and the policy at the State Department today. And we will show that to you. And we begin uh, this Wednesday in two nights it's a part two of our chalkboard this one is all right what's happened since uh how has the media spun this how are people how are people reacting to this what are the updates when you see the work that we've done on the media uh we take the 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 five principles of journalism the five standards that you have to hit And we show you how they've been dealing with what we had on the chalkboard and what they're saying is happening. And we compare them to the five standards. They're violating every single one. And usually in every single story they do. We'll show that to you on Wednesday uh, and get you prepared for the, the big reveal. The Empire Strikes Back, if you will. Uh, and that is coming up in about three or four weeks make sure you join us at blaze TV just go to blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn, Glen uh, and uh, put in the promo code Glen and you'll save ten dollars if you sign up for a year but you can also just uh, sign up and and try us out and if you don't like it you know you can cancel um, but I uh, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna love it and we really appreciate all of your help because your subscriptions help us pay for these specials uh, and this one is coming up on Wednesday so make sure you join us blaze tv.com all right so let me ask you do you have $57,000 to spare let me ask you this do you ever hear uh, Barack Obama talk about how Osama bin Laden cried and wept I don't even know if this is true but what a brilliant play this is. Here's Donald Trump uh, over the weekend t- talking about how al-Baghdadi died.
1: What they've done with the Internet through recruiting and everything, and that's why he died like a dog, he died like a coward. He was whimpering, screaming, and crying. And frankly, I think it's something that should be brought out so that his followers and all of these young kids that want to leave various countries including the united states they should see how he died he didn't die a hero he died a coward crying whimpering screaming and bringing three kids with him to die i mean this is he's had some criticism over this from the why press. from who why uh, for what exactly reason? right i mean like this has been pretty standard procedure for presidents to to tell i mean that was you know you get to hear george bush saying those same thing same thing in different words right i mean he said all the time these cowardly people like it's a messaging thing to people who follow these guys that they all look brave when they're you know they're electrocuting uh prisoners and they're burning people to death and they're they're chopping heads off and then when it comes down to their life they're you know, pathetic mess of whimpering nonsense, right? Like that's the way these things end, and they need to know it. So, what is the what? What, what was the concern? Oh, he's, a, he's still a human being, and the president. Shut it's, up! It's not a refined thing for the Shut president to do. Shut up! And this is the way he. The language he used was not appropriate for this moment. We, he went. He went out, and died like a dog in a tunnel, <laughs> in a tunnel, and taken three kids with him absolutely what what was inappropriate about that i mean how is that not cowardly right you're and you're murdering your children i mean this this is what you know Goebbels. Goebbels. Did, right? this is this is this is something i mean it's only the worst people on earth do such things and of course he was you know this is a guy who it's easy to say oh he was a terrorist leader now this is the guy who who masterminded The social media approach of, you know, lighting people on fire in cages, dipping cages into water and drowning people, electrocuting prisoners, uh, you know, decapitating people for, you know, for retweets. This is not a guy who. Crucifying Christians. Yeah. Yeah. They won't even mention those people.
0: They won't even mention them. You know what they should have done? Is they should have looked at that and said, died like a dog? Yeah, well, maybe. But let's remember all of his greatest hits. Yeah. And showed the beheadings, showed the executions, showed the drowning in water, the electrocutions, the crucifixions. You would have shown mm. those. You would have shown that this guy was responsible. He is the reason the Nazarene Fund existed.
1: He is the reason. hmm and still exists, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I
0: mean, well, we, the, why we started it? Yeah. Because, because this guy was, was, was
1: executing Christians, going door to door and executing them. And I got news for you. You think uh, Louis C.K. is bad? He's a Me Too guy. You think uh, even Harvey Weinstein is bad? I mean, the things that this man did to women and authorized and promoted mass rape on a scale has not been seen in in this uh, world for a very long time, uh, not to mention murders and imprisoning and uh, taking away all rights and dignity from women. And, you know, like, I mean, look, I don't think there's anybody out there saying he was a good guy, but the, you know, the Washington Post calling him an austere religious scholar uh, in his obituary. That's crazy. You know, th- this sort of treatment is, is very bizarre, and it and it plays right into... What is true, uh, that the media does everything they can to take these things away from Trump. They make it about Trump. I mean, this guy, we killed the, the most wanted terrorists in the world, and the fans of the Nationals game were booing the guy on that day. Like, that, we weren't booing Barack Obama the day he killed Osama bin Laden. I mean, it was the best day of his presidency. And again, he didn't kill Osama bin Laden. No, Trump didn't do this either. But there is a, that was the best day of his presidency. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the uh, program. Hello, and uh, welcome to Mr. Pat Gray. Hello. So I saw Pat. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Pat got dressed up. He was at the M one uh, ball and looked nice. And mm-hmm. Stu sat in the corner like a little
1: mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, not riding. I was like the Barack Obama of the picture. I was yeah. like in the back, slumped over. Yeah, no he really was. See your head
2: was lower than just about anybody in the room. <laughs> I noticed yeah, yeah, that's, true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs>
0: he was uh, he was. Uh, you notice and and uh, we have an announcement to make. Stu just signed a, a new deal with the uh, program. So he's going to be here for another I don't show know, up for a couple more years, 10 days or yeah. whatever it is that we can tolerate. Very, um, But uh, when I called him out and I'm like, Hey, and Stu just, you know, mm-hmm. he just signed a new deal. He's, he's got a, He's got some money laying around Mm. on the couch
1: now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was was appreciated, by the way. just wanted to... Yeah, well, you didn't stand up. up. Everybody's like, where's Stu? Yeah, I could have given you that moment, but I didn't, did I? But you (laughs) didn't. I
3: didn't. I didn't, did I?
1: (laughs) I sat back there. the, The people right around me knew... Because I was sitting with them and yeah. a couple of tables around me, but I was way in the yeah. back of the corner. Yeah, and you just got to sit up there and just like look around aimlessly for about thirty really quiet seconds. Yeah, it was <laughs> and then awesome. nothing. Then nothing. <laughs> and I appreciate that. You're it welcome. was. a It was a.
0: Uh, it was my least favorite uh, M1 uh, fundraising gala. Yeah. Uh, why?
1: <laughs> it's quite why? an endorsement because
0: yeah. you guys knew. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was uh, horrified when I when I found out I was sitting at the table uh, and um, and I had no idea what was coming my way. Uh, And we had been working on something for a couple of years. And I know who we were talking about giving it to uh, and decided, no, not this year, probably next year. And we had worked on this really beautiful award called the bonhoeffer award and it's for people who will stand and speak in the face of evil bonhoeffer said uh silence in the face of evil is evil itself not to stand is to stand not to speak is to speak god will not hold us uh guiltless uh and so it, it requires people who are willing to stand so i'm sitting there and I said to uh, I said to Suzanne, who's running the, you know, running Mercury one, I said, am I supposed to speak tonight? Because I heard I was supposed to speak and I don't know what am I supposed to talk about? And she's like, oh, you know, didn't you get the notes? And I'm like, no. And she looks over at my wife and my wife looks at me. And I said, do you have notes? And she's like, yeah, I've got them in my purse. And I said, can you take them out of your purse? I think I'm supposed to speak in a few minutes. What am I supposed to say? And then she looks strangely at Suzanne and Suzanne said, ah, you'll be fine. Just ad lib it. And I'm like, just ad lib. I don't know what I'm supposed to even talk about. And uh, and so my wife is looking through the whole script that she had. And I'm like, I'm the one who has to speak. Can I look at the script? And she just gives me this dirty look and she gives it to me like, okay, I know now why she didn't want to give it to me because as I'm turning it and it says, uh, you know, Bonhoeffer award, it says, you know, Glenn Beck and it's being given (laughs) to me. And that's when my name is said Mm. on stage, Glenn Beck. And I'm like, wait, what? No, no. And I walk up and I gave this speech and I don't even know what I said. And it was uh, I just walked off the stage just (laughs) not feeling good, not feeling good. It was the opposite of, I think, winning the Oscar, you Mm -hmm. know, because they all think they deserve it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is no this was supposed to go to. I know who this is supposed to go to as a surprise. I know who this is supposed to. It's not supposed to go to me. It's supposed to go to them.
1: Well, Pat and I, I think we're you know both uh, there, and we both feel the same way that you didn't deserve it either. Um, so we now, are, we now we stand I, now with I, you. Now I think I deserve <laughs>
2: it <laughs>
0: on that one. That a beautiful,
2: yeah, it's really cool.
0: Who's the, Favilli? Who? This is the guy. This is the one of the 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 uh, Disney artists. Oh, the, oh. did that? They designed it? Yeah, designed it. It is a absolutely really cool. beautiful, beautiful award. Yeah. Um, and it I thought be- it was going
2: to be Bonhoeffer, you know. Uh, it was,
0: but that's not Bonhoeffer. No, it's an angel. Yeah. It's
2: an angel. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it's Bonhoeffer's Angel or something, right? No. The Bonhoeffer's Angel Award? No. no it's <laughs>
0: it's such like Charlie's Angels, sure. but it was
2: less popular. All right.
1: All right. All right. Okay. No. <sighs> <laughs> it was not nearly as sexy. It's no, not nearly right. as sexy. No, it's
0: not. No, I wish we it's would not, have not. known. I wish we would have known that Al Baghdadi was mm-hmm. being killed as we mm-hmm. were run- raising money, right, to help the people. Uh, you know, we we had an operative in. Didn't uh, didn't we announce from the stage? I I, I kind of <laughs> lost track of everything, but I think it was announced from stage that there was a rescue mission that was happening during the event, and we rescued another. Uh, another group of uh, people that had been kept slaves wow. uh, during that uh, event on Saturday. Mm. Um, but what do you think of al-Baghdadi? It wasn't the toughest decision in 500 years. No, it was the second
2: toughest uh, because the <laughs> toughest was Osama. It was actually, they're actually calling it the third toughest decision in the last 500 years. Really? What Number was one the, was Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Number two was extending daylight savings time another uh, month. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of weird.
0: Wow. Yeah. And then wow. and then
2: Al Baghdadi was third. Huh. After that, uh-huh. I mean,
0: now I, I thought mean that's a really I tough. I had decision. heard. I had heard. I didn't know about the second place, mm-hmm. but I had heard third was actually so it may have moved this into fourth. I had heard the third was actually when Barack Obama last year decided to uh, stop using uh, Johnson and Johnson. No more tears shampoo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it gets in your eyes. It's a hard decision, eyes, too. It's very hard. It gets in your eyes and it causes you to cry.
2: Yeah. And when you stop using it, yeah, then you do start crying when yeah, you're shampooing. Start, it's, it's not good. It's <laughs> not, not good. Not good. It is not. Yeah. I heard he had to switch to head and shoulders hmm. because mm-hmm. at some point
0: you've got enough dandruff. <laughs> right, and so, but well, apparently I think, you don't have enough money. No, that's you no. never have never enough money. Never you know, have enough you know, money. Some point you have too big of a house. Really? Because <laughs> really? doesn't seem like that. You just bought a fifteen million dollar house, strangely yeah. on an island. When you're telling us that within ten years all the islands are going to be underwater. Yes.
1: Which is weird. Yeah. That's a weird investment. Very weird. It is and a, very weird investment. The actions versus words thing on global it, is it warming is, is fascinating among rich liberals, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like you go go down and you see. Okay, uh, you look at the coastline of Miami uh, and and in southern Florida, which is just littered with beautiful hmm. homes built nine inches away from the ocean, mm-hmm. and they just continually tell us that this is this torturous. Uh, ocean level rise is going to uh, wipe out city after city after city. Al Gore has maps where they're animated, and there's water all over Florida. If they keep investing millions and millions of their own dollars, well, and he bought uh, in well, Malibu, right on right, right, a cliff. Now, hey, now hang right, on, right, on just
0: a second. Yep. Not necessarily millions <laughs> and millions of their own dollars. Yes, they buy the house, but they know that if anything happens to that house because of weather, it is the average person that is paying the taxes that actually pay for their insurance the flood
1: insurance this is one Mm
0: -hmm. of the first things i would get rid of and it would not be popular it would not be popular but if if i were president one of the first things i would do well i mean maybe on day seven maybe on day seven there's a lot of other things probably bigger than this but stop guaranteeing insurance insurance For the Mm. big houses in Mm. Malibu and in Miami and all up and down the coastline, you can't subsidize rich people's homes. Is essentially what we do. That's exactly what it is. And you feel bad in some places, like in Houston. Those were not necessarily you know expensive homes. They were homes in low-lying areas, Mm -hmm. but. You know the idea is you shouldn't build in a low-lying area because you couldn't get the insurance, and yeah, so we never did. Like the homes in Houston are miles and miles
2: inland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they're not built right on the beach. Right. Correct. Correct. They're, they're built a hundred
0: miles inland and being flooded. That's a correct. Big, that's
2: a big difference. Mm-hmm.
0: If you are, if you couldn't get insurance through any kind of regular insurance, you shouldn't build a house there. Now, if it is like a 100-year flood, mm-hmm. that that that's fine. That's fine. Hundred-year flood, that's fine. Well, those are the type
1: of things too that insurance companies will insure. Yeah, it's, yes, it, it's, yes. It, it becomes too expensive when these houses are getting right on the beach constantly. Right. If it's a, it's a, if it's an annual
0: floodplain, that's a little different. Right. Than yeah. A 500-year floodplain. Right. Or you don't year. you don't build things there, and and yeah. we are paying for every large mansion. I'll bet you. I'll bet you Marlago has that insurance.
1: Has I'll government insurance? I mean, it, it has it to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's not necessarily... Look, there's a lot of people who built homes in these areas under the under- with the understanding they were going to be able to get this insurance, and that's one thing. But. The continuation of that policy is just incentivizing people to do it more often, which is why the hurricanes, when they come, cost so much more than they did yeah. years ago because I, there's so many more expensive structures right on the water.
2: I was just I just saw an article about a uh, place in South Carolina that was completely wiped out. I forget which hurricane it was. It was like a hurricane 20, 20 years ago that completely wiped out the area and then uh, destroyed every home in there. So what would they do? They built right back up. In fact, closer to the shore,
0: bigger homes closer to the shore. Yeah, and it should not happen. It's ridiculous. We should give if you live in a place like that, that has been wiped out over and over again. We should we should end the federal insurance by saying this. Look, we'll pay you for the home right now. Uh, you know, for the your home has been wiped out. Great, but you cannot rebuild here. Mm-hmm. You, you can rebuild if you want, but we're never going to cover this insurance ever again. Ever go build your home someplace
1: else. I, part I'm, of it is just like you know the American spirit of being like we got knocked down, we're going to build it up again, right? Never gonna... <laughs> yes, are, yeah, was, yes, was, going to. We are Chumba Wumba. Yeah, was <laughs> it to Chumba Wumba? There, what <for a> <laughs> happened? Wow, we're <laughs>
0: quoting songs from Chumba All right, thank you very, thank you very much. i do too welcome to the program glad you're here let me go to mary in ohio hello mary mary are you there
3: yes i'm here
0: hi that's all right go ahead Hi.
3: hi i just wanted a couple things uh, first of all, you said that al-Baghdadi al- died like a dog. Well, I think that's an insult to dogs in actuality. <laughs> he
1: died
3: like a sewer rat in a tunnel. Yeah. The dog is one of the heroes in this, along with special forces, yeah. President Trump. And, and the I will President.
1: say do- neither dogs nor sewer rats blow themselves up with vests and kill three children. So There should be a really even sewer rats are being talked down to here.
3: Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. But now the real reason for my call mm-hmm is that I believe that the ISIS members are paid mercenaries by the deep state. And I feel that the deep state was created basically by the global network of people, it's Democrats, it's Republicans, it's not all of them obviously, but the deep state members are a global network and they've created and fostered ISIS. And I also think that
0: Now where do you get this where do you get this what? idea? Yeah
3: by paying attention mm-hmm. and reading a lot of sources mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that's what you're going to touch on on Wednesday is that right
0: Um we're going to touch on it um we're going to prove it in 3 weeks yep. Um it is um it is terrifying what this what the state department is involved in now um uh with The um, authorization from Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. It is absolutely terrifying what is going on. And America needs to know about it and really understand it. And it's got to move from the, uh, well, this is just a conspiracy to reality. And we can show you uh, what has been happening. We have videotape, uh, we have many of the uh documents uh many of the players we don't have the founding document because it's classified but we would sure uh like to see in the next couple of weeks the president declassify this uh and if we can't get it done before the special we would urge you to uh join us on this and and we'll talk about it more in the upcoming weeks but you're right, Mary. And, and, you know, everybody knows this. You have just might have forgotten it. Um, whose idea was it to destabilize Syria? Whose idea was that? That was Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and a few others. And uh, when Mary said, well, it's the deep state, including the, the uh, Republicans, she is right again. Who was it that went over and was taking pictures with these guys and verifying that, no, 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 these are good guys we can trust? It was John McCain. They are heating and shaping the world closer to their heart's desire, and we are going to prove it to you. Uh, Don't miss our second special in the trilogy. (laughs) We didn't know it would be a trilogy, but... Once we found this out, there's so much to tell, and we want to make sure we get it right. There will be another special after this one. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube and on The Blaze. So make sure that you are a member of The Blaze at blazetv.com slash Glenn, blazetv.com slash Glenn. You don't want to miss part two of Ukraine Explained, the real scandal.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.